Welcome to the Greatest American Lawyer podcast, where legal professionals and clients come to discuss innovation in the law. A community which believes that the legal professional can do better, that lawyers, law students, law professors, judges, and yes, clients can raise the bar on the business of law and the delivery of legal services. Your grandfather's law firm of minimum billable hours, stuffed suits, and fancy conference rooms is being challenged by tech-savvy, innovative law firms offering better niche expertise, improved customer service, flat fee, and budgeted legal services, and a level of transparency never contemplated by the old guard law firms. We like to start each show by answering the question most often asked by our listeners, who is the greatest American lawyer? The answer is simple, you are. Now, here's your host of the Greatest American Lawyer podcast, Enrico Schaefer. the greatest American lawyer podcast season 18 episode one we're gonna start a new series on the greatest American lawyer podcast that deals with happiness and of course most people do not think of lawyers uh, judges of law students as being particularly happy but It does seem to be more of an emphasis in today's world for lawyers to find work-life balance, to pursue a career that's fulfilling rather than simply billing hours. So I want to take a look back before we get into our, our happiness segments. I want to look back and see where we started. As I mentioned, this is season 18. And the very first blog post was on December 22nd, 2004 for the Greatest American Lawyer blog. And it was posted by myself back when I was anonymous as I was leaving my old law firm, my old law firm that really boasted a very traditional business model of law. And here's what I wrote on December 22nd, 2004. The title the greatest American lawyer goes live. My family has decided to quit our cushy hourly law firm job in a very medium-sized town and strike out on our own. We have a $70,000 line of credit at the bank on our house. We have some credit cards with some hefty credit available on them. We are betting the farm literally. With three kids ages six, four, and two, we have decided it is more important to live life on our own terms, by our own sweat and principles, rather than to protect the roof over our head. Our small family is walking away from $150,000 income, which is actually a lot where we live, for the feel of the breeze in my hair and the goal to change the way law is practiced. Welcome to the show. Don't wish me luck. I'd rather have someone pick up the mail from the post office for me in the morning, one of the many luxuries I leave behind, along with the workout facility, firm Cadillac, and end-of-the-day scotches in the big boss's office. In my old life, as an in-name-only partner at a firm run by one man who I shall call Big Boss. So that was the very first blog post, and here we are 18 years later, And you'll notice that in that very first post, there is this underlying theme of being happy. 
clearly I was not happy at my old law job. There was no innovative aspect to it. It was simply show up, bill your eight to 10 hours a day and go home. Client satisfaction wasn't part of the equation. Innovation in the law wasn't part of the equation. None of the things that were really important to me were part of the equation. It was simply billing hours. After five years, I had had enough, and I started my own law firm, known now as Traverse Legal PLC. So that's where we started, but where do we go from here? Since that 2004 post, the profession has indeed changed. I have spent some time thinking about what's next, what is the most important next thing, There's been a lot of innovation, a lot of technology, a lot of changes in law firms over the last 18 years. All the things that I started out blogging about as being important, which didn't exist in 2004 and 2005, are now part of the common vernacular in law. So where do we go next? Well, the answer that I've come up with is to really focus in on on happiness Happiness for lawyers, happiness for law firms, happiness for law students, happiness for legal professionals. I am lucky. I actually am very happy and I love my my job. I love my law firm. I love the people I work with. I love my clients. But I'm often told that I am the exception, that I'm the only happy lawyer that people know. And while I know that's not true, I also realize there are a lot of unhappy lawyers out there still. As I look at my podcast, as I listen to the different things that um, make me feel inspired in my own life, I read a lot of uh, books. I listen to an, a lot of audio books as I drive around, as I travel for my legal career. And I also listen to podcasts. And one of the podcasts that drove me to my happiness conclusion as a topic I wanted to focus on was something called The Happiness Lab by Dr. Lori Santos. She's an associate professor, tenured at Yale University Department of Psychology. And she's got this great podcast called The Happiness Lab. Look it up. I listened to the very first episode and she talks about the science of well-being and this course that she offered at Yale and, you know, that deal with happiness and the fact that one third of the student class of, of the of Yale University signed up for this class. She was surprised by the amount of unhappy students at Yale. When you think about it, We focus less on our employers these days. We're more empowered. We're more mobile. People change jobs all the time. But why aren't we happy? Why aren't we more happy if we've got this mobility, if we've got more emphasis on work-life balance? And why aren't lawyers reaping the benefits of some of these same phenomena in the world? Why aren't lawyers more happy? So, what Dr. Santos has, has discovered is there is an epidemic of unhappiness right now in today's world in 2019, approaching 2020. The power of social media makes us less happy. The inherent challenge of trying to blend family and job work-life balance makes things more complicated. 
But one of the things that struck me in her podcast was that there is a science of well-being, that there are actually answers to the question of being happy. And my task now is to see if these same answers can apply to lawyers. What is the legal profession if it can't inspire new attorneys to lead, to innovate, to change our profession for the better and to be happy while they do it? So let me just kind of start by sharing with you a little bit of the research that I did uh, on lawyers and happiness. If you do a Google search for lawyers and happiness, a bunch of articles come up. Um, you may be familiar with the Above the Law, Above the Law um, website, blog. They do a lot of content. They've been around since, geez, 2005 or so when I first started blogging. And there's an article that Stephen Chung did about lawyers and their pursuit of happiness. And Stephen Chung is a tax attorney in Los Angeles, and he wrote an article talking about how lawyers still hate their job. It doesn't pay enough. They don't like their clients. They don't get any personal satisfaction or sense of fulfillment from their legal job. And sometimes it's all the above. And it's not just lawyers, but legal professionals in general, judges. There are many reasons why lawyers are unhappy, and, and, and Stephen says, but there are also many ways that individuals can achieve happiness. For some, it might require changing habits, but for others, it will require brut brutally honest assessment, sacrifice, and willingness to accept the consequences of failure. Yeah, well, that is true, and I think Stephen's got the, you know, he's onto something here. He's got the, the right attitude, which is that something has to change if lawyers are going to move from being less happy to being more happy. So I did a little bit more digging. There's a Forbes article that's out there by Paula Davis Lack called "What Makes Lawyers Happy If Not It's Not What You Think," and. Um, Paula Davis-Lack is a former practicing attorney. She's a speaker, media contributor, and uh, works a lot in burnout prevention and stress re resilience. She has taught and coached people about burnout preve uh, prevention. And of course, we get a lot of burnout in the law. And what she concludes is that there are these kind of three pathways that most strongly correlate with long-term well-being and happiness. The first one is autonomy, the second is mastery, and the third is relatedness. So autonomy, being in control of your own universe. Mastery, being really good at things. And relatedness, being able to relate to your coworkers and your clients in a way that is personally fulfilling. The Greatest American Lawyer podcast is brought to you by the attorneys and staff of Traverse Legal PLC. Traverse Legal represents founders, CEOs, and technology clients who demand innovative, transparent, and accountable legal services from their law firm. Visit TraverseLegal.com to learn more about how the attorneys at Traverse Legal are delivering more value per legal dollar spent, working within client budgets, and changing the way law is practiced. And so she says, yes, happiness is in fact possible in the legal profession firms, organizations, and the individuals in them simply need to pay attention to what actually cultivates them, which is often the opposite of what society tells us really matters. Again, true. So we have to look at simplifying things and we have to avoid getting caught in the traps of what society says will make us happy as legal professionals. But okay, how does that help us as lawyers, right? 
it is interesting that autonomy is one of the items that she points out, but lawyers have never had such autonomy as they do today. I mean, when I first started practicing, you didn't have autonomy. You came to work, you showed up, you competed against the, the, your peers to the death, and you did what you were told. Today, that's just not the way young lawyers are wired. And when we're hiring new associates, we realize that we've got to create a sense of mission and we've got to um, empower them in ways that I certainly didn't expect when I was starting out in the law. So we have more autonomy, yet we're less happy, or at least no more happy than we've ever been as lawyers. So this new generation, this generation of new partners and associates has more power and mobility on average than at any other time. How do we achieve happiness? Well, I'll tell you something. I was not happy uh, in my, my old partnership. Um, so my own personal journey to happiness is something that I'm, I'm wanting and willing to share here over the coming weeks and months. Traverse Legal uh, was founded to change the way laws practice. You saw that very first blog post, changing the way laws practice. That's been our mission, our byline, our slogan for, for 20 years, change the way laws practice, innovate on the law. My unhappiness was in the traditional business model of law, and my inspiration was the ability to innovate. So Traverse Legal became this incubator of innovation, this recreation of the business of law from the ground up. And of course, at Traverse Legal, we do almost everything different than other law firms. But for me, creating a law firm that matched my own personal values, creating a legal an experience as a lawyer that, that, that matched my values was really important. And I think that is key. And it will be for you too in the legal profession. What are the things that you value? Dig in to who you are and find those things of value. And then you're going to have to create a reality around that. And if you can't do it in your current firm, then if you want to be happy, you're going to have to change firms. If your inspiration is to innovate, then you've got to be in a creative environment where you can do more than simply bill hours and jump through hoops. Okay. If your inspiration is being the very best antitrust attorney in the world, then you need to be in an environment where you can achieve that. So if you look at some of the old Greatest American Lawyer blog posts, you'll see this concept of innovation running through everything that, that I was doing at the time as the firm built and as I brought on partners. They, they agreed to support this effort. They agreed to sign on to this effort of innovation, of recreating the practice of law. That made me happy and it makes them happy and it provides this foundation of happiness for, for, for myself and many of the folks that I work with. But this brings me back to Dr. Lori Santos and her happiness uh, lab uh, podcast. In, in, in the science of happiness that she talks about in the podcast. So money achievement recognition don't automatically make us happy. And she talks about what is our reference point who and what are we measuring ourselves as legal professionals against? What is the atmosphere of measurement in which we work and live? What is the thing that we think about when we wake up and when we go to bed at night as lawyers? Without the correct reference point to measure ourselves against, we're probably never going to achieve happiness. So for me, let me give you an example. For me, my measuring point was innovation. As, as I woke up and as the firm was innovating, I was happy. If 
the things I was doing at the firm didn't feel innovative. I felt stagnant and less happy. So what is your reference point? Is it money? Is it what other lawyers think about you? Things that are beyond your control? Well, I got news for you. Money is not going to make you happy. And what other people think of you is, is outside your control. So good luck controlling that into an equation of happiness. Your reference point is, as Dr. Lori Santos says, is critical. You need to pick, pick a reference point that is uh, meaningful to you, that is simple, and that is something that is outside of hourly billing, right? Something that is going to provide you a sense of reference of what? Of happiness. So if being with your family and, and spending time with your family and having quality time with your family is, is a reference point, then is your job building your job around that priority is going to give you the opportunity to find more fulfilling happiness. So look at, I'm lucky. I'm a happy lawyer. I have a great team, great staff, great associates, great partners. I've been able to create my own reality because I started my own firm. And so I answered to no one at the time. And now I make sure that the people that are surrounding me, my equals, my peers, my, my, you know, my, my support all center around the same value set that, that I have. I've been able to fulfill my needs to innovate in the practice of law and to continue rejuvenating that towards happiness. I, I actually simplified over the years to three things. Number one, my kids. Number two, my health. And number three, Travis Legal. Those are the things that I focus on, my priorities. And as I'm, that becomes my reference point if I'm measuring my happiness. And of course, we all get lost in it sometimes. We have to find our way back to our, our foundation. I'm able to achieve success in my cases and my client relationships at my firm. So that also is important. I pick my clients. I make sure that the clients I have are relationship clients, that I have real relationships with these people. And they're located sometimes all over the world. But I prioritize those relationships because those give me a sense of being fulfilled. I create my own reality and I empower those around me to find and fulfill their potential. Potential is really important to me. So if I have a, a lawyer that, that wants to do a particular area of law, so online brand protection, for instance, then how do I create a reality for them where we all can win because they can create an, a, a, a practice area, drive business within that practice area and do the work that they love which benefits the firm because they're going to be more productive, more happy, and they're going to drive more revenue to our bottom line. So there are win-win situations if you happen to be a partner running a firm where you can create an atmosphere of happiness, a mission of happiness, and to be able to get more out of your, your folks that work with you. One of the things that we talk about at, at Travis Legal as, as one of our core values is that we treat team and clients like family. And that's a really hard thing to do in the practice of law. But the benefits of creating a family atmosphere at work are really exponential. Because not only do you get the benefit of, of 
of having those relationships that mean something when you get to work, but then they have that same potential. You're all on the same team. That sense of teamwork can really provide satisfaction and happiness for a lawyer. So in upcoming shows, what we're going to do is we're going to focus on happiness. We're going to explore happiness in the context of being a lawyer, a judge, a law student, a legal professional. We're going to uncover the secrets of happiness in the law and explore why happiness is good for you as well as for clients, for the folks that you work with, and for the legal profession in general. Because let's face it, the legal profession is not viewed as a happy profession. Changing that is good for everybody. If the profession sees itself as a place where professionals are fulfilled and happy, it's going to change the culture of the legal profession and how we all deal with each other within the profession. So in upcoming shows, we're also going to try and inspire the profession to rethink how business models, culture, relationships within the law and the law firms with our adversaries and with our clients will define the next generation of law. What we are doing here is trying to recreate not only the business model of law, but the profession itself for the better of everyone involved and for the better of society. So stay tuned. We've got some exciting shows coming up for you on happiness. We hope that as a result of listening to these shows, you not only find more fulfillment and happiness, but that you're able to share that with others for the good of the profession. My name is Enrico Schaefer. This has been the Greatest American Lawyer blog, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to the Greatest American Lawyer podcast found at greatestamericanlawyer.com and available on all major podcast platforms. This podcast is a favorite of lawyers, law students, law professors, judges, and yes, even clients who want to be part of the conversation as we learn about and discuss the latest and greatest innovations in the business of law and explore new ways of thinking about legal services. If you care as passionately about the legal professional as we do, then we hope that you'll subscribe and share the Greatest American Lawyer podcast. More importantly, we want you to participate in the conversation with your comments and emails. Until next time, we thank you for listening, aspiring to greatness, and being part of the Greatest American Lawyer community.